0: Cage, Kano, Luke, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya, Blade, Sub-Zero, Shank Zorrenta, Baraka, j Jack, Kintaro, Kit, Tanaka, Lao, Merlin, Nanook, Seba, Shao, Kong, Chameleon, Cyrax, Nerf, Maccabal, Motaro, Nightwolf, and Sektor, Sheep, the Sindel, Stryker, didn't want you shit, Jericho, hyd me, Ray Cotania, tremor, with the retro drumming, bosses out, stand cashier, name on auto mo cap, mola, tara, ashra, thyrodarias, having katara, kira, coba, onaga, shake, take on take, like cage, Aaron, black para jackie. Welcome to Mortal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. Today, we're doing things a little bit differently not just a friend on the show today but my boss animation legend Peter Hastings Peter hello
1: wow that's amazing I haven't been called legend for a couple of weeks
0: it's been weeks I mean look it's been hard the the pandemic's been difficult for all of us and I'm sure it's been hard not being called a legend regularly so I just wanted to do my part
1: thanks thanks (laughs) employee.
0: Hey, no problem. Um, another thing we'll be doing differently today, uh, which I did not tell Peter, um, is that we won't just be covering one character's perspective today. We're going to be covering three characters' perspectives. Wow, that's a lot. Yes, you see, Peter. You see, Peter, the way that this podcast works, uh, I, I do it in seasons, and each season covers the characters introduced in. Uh, a Mortal Kombat game. So, season one, I covered the characters introduced in Mortal Kombat one. We're in season four, so I'm covering the characters introduced in Mortal Kombat four. Now, when you get four games deep into a fighting game franchise, uh, the storylines get a little thinned out. Char- characters start to appear that quickly get discarded in the franchise. And you wind up with a lot of uh, weirdos. So today we're going to be talking about three characters that have had very uh, minor roles in the Mortal Kombat franchise, but in telling you their stories, Peter, you're going to come to understand basically the entirety of the Mortal Kombat universe.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. It's always good in storytelling to see if you can bring the universe into one particular character and moment.
0: Damn, you say that all the time at work, and it's just good to hear. <laughs> it's good to hear those lessons applied, you know, to Mortal Kombat as well. Um, but before we dig in, before we dig in, Peter, how you how you doing? You know, what what have you been up to? <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> well, I've been, uh, you know, I've been making a lot of um, a lot of TV cartoons. Basically, is what I've been doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Cartoons for television. Yeah, tell us more. What are you working on?
1: I'm working on a I'm working on a secret, <laughs> a secret show right now that's not announced, but it's a um, it's a bit of a reboot of a beloved character. It's really mm. really a lot of fun, and definitely mm-hmm. having uh, that uh, amazingly Ben Meckler is also working on. So yeah, what's
0: <clears> it like working with him? Well, I've not heard good things.
1: Yeah, when you get past all the odd quirks and stuff like that and the constantly running outside to catch the Postmates guy delivering uh, triple mm-hmm. chai lattes, yeah. um, um, it's been pretty good. He's a-
0: The Postmates guy is what we call our production PA that we abuse by right. uh, yeah. forcing her to drive to various Starbucks and then deliver the coffees individually to everybody's homes.
1: Right. And the sick part is the Starbucks is next door to you
0: yeah but i like the starbucks that's near you better and you like the starbucks that's near me better so it's a lot more driving for the pa but honestly that's what they get paid for so
1: and you know what ben what we're talking about right now is what makes podcasts so great we don't have to edit any (laughs) of this stuff out we just go on and on and on
0: yeah, at the I will say when I started this podcast, I was very much like, I need to heavily edit it for run of show to make sure that it's entertaining and concise. And that stopped probably like five episodes
1: in. <laughs> I know. It's a podcast. It's a podcast uh, idiom thing. You just Yeah. That's the beauty of it.
0: Sure. You know, the, anyone listening is, is at best like sixty five percent listening, so let it be conversational. Let so, be white noise.
1: so yeah i'm doing this show at dreamworks i just finished like three years doing the captain underpants series i'm sure uh you have listeners that know those books and all that sort of stuff yes real super that was really really fun to do did that at dreamworks and uh before that i was doing the tmnt the known as the 2012 tmnt at nickelodeon i did a kung fu so Panda called because show.
0: it was about how the apocalypse was going to come in 2012 right
1: um i think it was more like the start date oh got it yeah that that (laughs) oh okay was that heavy yeah
0: (laughs) it wasn't a crossover with the roland emmerich film
1: i did and i did a, a kung fu panda series legends of awesomeness before that which was a dreamworks nickelodeon thing i was on the how to train your dragon the first movie for a long time and i don't know just keeps going back keeps going back
0: such as the makings of a legend. You got your hands in in the Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain.
1: Yeah. That's really so my first my first uh <clears throat> my first animation job actually was a, a one script for the Darkwing Duck show, but then after that I was on Tiny Toon Adventures and then the, that group developed Animaniacs. And then my sort of part that I was mainly responsible for was Pinky and the Brain, which is probably the show that I hear about more than anything uh from from people typically in between 30 and 40 that's like the sweet spot right now of people who grew up with that show
0: yeah that makes sense i'm 31 and absolutely grew up with that show (laughs) you were young i was yeah i was young i was just screaming quotes from the show at the show while watching it because i was like seven
1: screaming obscure scientific references that you had no idea what they were
0: yeah, you put a lot of weird information in my head as a child. Your are generation of writers.
1: <laughs> it's definitely one of our goals. Yeah. That's what Monty Python <laughs> did to me.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's the onus that's passed on. From and that's what
1: you are doing now to a yeah. new generation of children.
0: Yeah, I'm just doing what I can to put as many references to like Russ Meyer films as possible. Into these kid cartoons so that kids can grow up and go, Wait, why did I know that?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, and you get notes that say, Ben, we don't understand what is faster, pussycat, and kill, kill mean. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and then I'll say, Don't worry about it. My boss said it's okay. Talk to Peter.
1: <laughs> That's my main job is like, I don't know, ask Peter, and Peter says, Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what, if any, familiarity do you have? These are not the
1: story notes you're looking for.
0: (laughs) Um, So something that I have noticed working with you is that you uh, are or at least have been a gamer. You bring up Mario 64 a lot. You brought it up like at least a dozen times, which is a lot. Considering it's the year 2020. So I know for a fact that you at least were playing a lot of video games in the N64 era. That actually happens to be when Mortal Kombat 4 came out and when the characters we're talking about today were introduced. But did you ever have you ever played a Mortal Kombat game? Never. Do you have any familiarity? No. Never.
1: Zero. And okay. in fact, I was going to do a little homework. And then I thought, uh, well, Ben said it doesn't matter that I don't really know about it. So I thought I'd go all dummy. I'm, I'm all Great. in. Perfect as a dummy so
0: so like if i were to ask you to tell me everything you know about mortal Kombat right now what would you say
1: <laughs> uh it's called mortal Kombat, and uh-huh. um i'm pretty sure there's combat involved and some of it's mortal yes. and um mm-hmm. it's kind of uh you know uh <laughs> grungy and dark looking
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that's what I yeah. know. That's what I know. So I'm just like a, a an empty vessel waiting to hear your brilliant teardown.
0: Fantastic. I mean, I'll say that probably to like dig into what we're talking about today, all you really need to know is that it started off as a fighting game where the premise was that it was a fighting tournament, the Mortal Kombat tournament, and you were playing as a different people that appeared at the tournament. I know you've, I'm sure you've seen the movie Enter the Dragon. Yes. When they, when they adapted the first Mortal Kombat game into a movie, they basically just remade Enter the Dragon with like a little extra fantasy on top. So that's kind of where things started. Currently, it has sprawled into an epic sci-fi fantasy uh, mythology um, that goes really, really deep. And uh, we'll dig into that in a moment. But before we do, every season of Mortal Podcast has a prompt that I like to ask our guests... You know, we get to see some fun, different answers to the same question. Um, prompt generally is based on something that ties the characters introduced that season together. So Mortal Kombat 4, the characters introduced are uh, kind of all tied together by the idea that they are all either betrayers or people who have been horribly betrayed. So I ask you, Peter, has there been a time in your life that you've been betrayed? <sighs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, you told me that I'd know what I was talking about during this podcast. Uh-huh. Boom. Uh, no, so- <clears> I need a <throat>
0: really good one.
1: <laughs> um, um, I. you know what, I, I it does not really pop to mind once. I remember, uh, um, yeah, one time, uh, my mom said, uh, you know, uh, it's okay to do whatever it is you're doing at school, and then it turned out that she was having a uh, phone conversations with the vice principal about my behavior so yeah i felt betrayed and i went out and i slammed the door and everyone walked around the block
0: wait so you so your mom said don't worry about it you're not having any behavioral issues and then in no it was on that, the sly was like negotiating with the vp
1: yeah it was sort of like i trust you but then she was having secret uh phone calls so I was so mad at my mom for looking out for <laughs> my for, for looking out for me. <clears throat>
0: I mean, your mom sounds pretty cool in that story.
1: yeah, yeah, I didn't think so in the in the moment, but um, yeah, she was cool and um uh you know, it's either that it hasn't really happened to me or it's happened so many times that you know you can't remember a specific instance so um that's all I got for you, ben
0: I mean, it usually says something. When someone just pulls the first story that they can think of. It, I would imagine that was the first time that you felt betrayed. It's just stuck with you your whole life.
1: That's true. It really is. And I'm
0: sure from your mom's perspective at that time, you were the betrayer. Because she was looking out for you and then you got pissed.
1: <laughs> See how it works? Two sides to everything. You know? And I bet. Not unlike uh, Yeah,
0: Mortal the characters Kombat. we'll be talking about yeah, today. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's dig in. The first character that we're going to talk about today is a man named Kai. Peter, Kai was a, a great American martial artist. So great, in fact, that he had learned everything he could possibly learn in America and decided to move on and journey east. He went to Asia and he trained with some of the greatest fighters that Asia had ever seen, truly becoming one of the world's greatest martial artists. And because of that... Because he was one of Earth's greatest martial artists, he found himself recruited by the secretive White Lotus Society. Hmm Now, who are the White Lotus Society? You may ask. Who are they?: Kai asked the very same question, and the answer that he got completely blew his brain out his ass. So
1: <laughs> wow, is that in the game?:
0: Yeah. Well, uh, not during this particular storyline, but blowing someone's brain through their ass is something you can do in almost every Mortal Kombat game. And I say that with sincerity. That's true.
1: Must be the, um, X, the X button. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Usually. Well, it's usually you got to X circle, R2, L2. You got to remember like a specific combination and then hit them at the right time. And it's a whole thing. It's called a fatality. Did um, you know that
1: X lacks? You know, X lacks, which is... Uh, you know what mm-hmm. X lax is. Yeah, it's a laxative. Yeah, and in Latin that it means, means you, out easy. Yeah. Really? Yes, X <laughs> means out and lax means easy. That's,
0: All right, carry uh, on. Carry on. It's a surprisingly adorable <laughs> origin for the name yes. of X Lax. Is that something that somebody told you as a fact, or did you start learning Latin out of like curiosity and then realize on your own that X Lax was
1: I did study Latin. So okay. yeah. It probably came up in Latin class.
0: Uh, Yeah. I like to imagine a moment where you're like walking through CVS like 15 years later and you pass by the laxatives and you have that like Kaiser Sose moment where you drop whatever you're holding or just like, holy shit. X-lax means out easy. Anyway, I digress. The White Lotus Society comes to Kai and they say, we would like to recruit you. We We need you to join the White Lotus Society. And he's like, well, what's the White Lotus Society? And they say, well, we are recruiting Earth's greatest warriors to be Earth's greatest defenders. And he goes, okay, defend Earth from what? And that's when they give him the breakdown. At the beginning of time, there was the one being, uh, this celestial creature, and nothing else, right? So God, basically, as we come to understand the meaning of God. The one being was like, mm, I want to create some shit. So the one being makes the elder gods, this pantheon of gods that would kind of do the one being's bidding, you know, make worlds, make life. And uh, in doing so, the elder gods were like, "Uh, the one being is like sapping our energy, making us do work, we don't really like that, we're capable of creating life, why do we have a boss? So they created these weapons called Kamidogu daggers And hacked the one being into millions and millions of pieces. And those pieces became the realms, which in like our general parlance are the dimensions. So the entire universe as we know it exists, but it's like the one being's toenail. Wow. And then there are millions of other realms. You're
1: getting me really stoned, by the way, just telling me
0: this. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't, You don't even need weed when you have Mortal Kombat, dude. Just take like a hit of MK and you're good to go. <laughs> so, uh, in addition to like Earth Realm, which is what they call it in the Mortal Kombat universe, there are millions of other realms. There's Edenio, which is like Eden. It's a realm where life has grown. That's like uh, you know, everyone's basically like a hot wizard. Um, and it's very much Eden-esque. It's a beautiful, idyllic place. There are realms like Outworld, which is like a mashup of like Mad Max and Lord of the Rings. It's like dragons and fucking warlords. It's intense. There's a vampire realm. There's a dinosaur people realm. There's a centaur realm. There's a dragon person realm. Anything you could possibly imagine has its own entire universe, and they're all just fractions of the 1B. Now, over time, the Elder Gods, as they were lording over these realms discovered that eventually, no matter what they tried to do, someone in one of these realms would figure out that there were other realms and say, hey, I want to conquer all these other realms and maybe I can merge them together and then I could rule over hundreds of realms and then I could be like power hungry. Um, As you know people are wont to do throughout human history, there have been people who wanted to conquer the Earth.
1: But if you did that, wouldn't you essentially reconfigure that original dude?
0: Yes, Peter. Really? Yes, you would. So the Elder <laughs> Gods were like, look, we got to nip this in the bud. We can't let it be too easy for people to merge realms and conquer other realms. So they came up with like the simplest possible solution. Create a fighting tournament called the Mortal Kombat Tournament. If one realm wants to conquer another realm, they have to beat it in the fighting tournament 10 times in a row.
1: Oh, wow. it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, might makes right. It's basically what's happening.
0: <laughs> sure. And uh the one thing the elder gods needed to do f- to make this plan complete was create demigods, which is funny because they kind of are demigods in a sense. They created this generation of like demigods, gave like one to each realm to be its um coach basically, you know, the the Mickey to that realm's Rocky. That was the guy's name, right? Mickey yeah, Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Burgess Meredith to the realm. So, so for example, our realm got this guy named Raiden who is the god of thunder. Um he's immortal, he can control lightning and thunder and he's very powerful and so he's kind of like the protector of our realm. Every realm gets one. And that person's job is basically to like find the chosen warriors that will have to immediately get drafted into this tournament if anyone ever challenges earth realm
1: He's a scout talent scout
0: <laughs> yeah talent scout slash coach slash like motivational order. speaker yeah. yeah
1: so like you're having and, a fight and then there your friend comes over and whispers in your ear it's like don't screw up the scouts are here watching. yeah exactly yeah
0: <laughs> like this is this could be big for you you could get drafted into the mortal combat tournament and potentially get your spine ripped out by like a dinosaur <laughs> from another dimension <laughs>
1: Or you could protect all the individual realms.
0: Or you could protect uh, the whole realm. So that's kind of what the White Lotus Society is. Raiden created this like organization on Earth that has all of this knowledge that the rest of us are protected from because it would blow our minds and make us live in like a horrifying fear. Um, and so, yeah, he created it 500 years ago. In order to choose these warriors who would defend earth and that's why he's come to kai he's like kai you are an incredible martial artist one of the greatest fighters on earth and um i'm gonna need you to defend us should the need arise and kai was like psyched about this he was like oh great this is a way to give my life purpose instead of just becoming better at fighting now i have something to fight for does Kai so he, does
1: Kai do like martial arts accents after everything he says? Cause that I would oh, for I sure. would vote for that where he's like, I'm in. Just every yeah. time he says something. It's like
0: That's um honestly like yes, you're that's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you're like ahead of Mortal Kombat here. Yeah, so Kai Kai is totally that guy He's like ha, 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 ha. Um, not early, quite is as early much.
1: mortal. Did Mortal Kombat start as an arcade game, like a stand-up arcade yes. game? So this mm-hmm. is like where the two uh, sort of 8-bit uh, dudes are facing each other and going Thwack, whack
0: whack 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 capture. It was like oh, early was like one. full video like motion capture. Oh, okay. Well, All not right. motion capture, sorry. It was it was like full video. It was like they would record people fighting and then just program yeah. it into the game.
1: All right, so Kai's um, digging this idea.
0: Yeah, Kai Kai's digging it. He joins the White Lotus Society. um, I smell betrayal coming, but (laughs) not quite yet. Okay. (laughs) He's he's hanging out with the White Lotus Society, uh, and you know he's he's having a good time. He's training. He's like ready for this threat to come, and it just never does. Earth doesn't get challenged to a Mortal Kombat tournament, and he. Starts to feel kind of betrayed, I guess you could say. Starts to feel just aimless. He decides, like, fuck it, I'm going to leave the White Lotus Society. I'm going to wander the earth, and I'm going to search for purpose. I'm going to search for my soul, because I was promised um, meaning, basically, by this group, and just nothing happened.
1: Yeah. And He has that you know, angsty one- feeling of unfulfilled potential. Here mm-hmm. I am. I'm an incredible fighting machine and I'm sitting on the bench. What's up?
0: I'll say like it's never said explicitly in the games, but like Kai's pretty young when we meet him, so one is left to assume that like he didn't wait very long. He like joined the White Lotus Society and was like, yeah, defend the earth in case threats come. Dude, it's been six months. Where the fuck are these threats? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it. I'm getting sick. My so god, bored. it's almost
1: three PM. Nothing's happened.
0: <laughs> I'm out. It's been hours. I'm starving. When's lunch? I hate the White Lotus Society. They they hook you in saying they're gonna offer free lunch. It's actually like really shitty. You know, you go to the canteen and they're offering up like dry burgers, yeah. stale buns.
1: I was gonna say, or they they should be calling Postmates. Yeah, this is where you know, is, the, is white, the where is the where 90s, is the so. central meeting place of the White Lotus Society?
0: It like. The The best I can guess is that it is in China, and that it is nearby the Shaolin Temple, where a lot of the people drafted to the White Lotus Society are trained almost from birth. Um, that said, at different times, it's been said that the White Lotus Society actually meets at Raiden's Sky Temple, which is a temple that I think is also in China, just like insanely high up in the clouds. Um where he kind of just, like, does his thing and probably also defends, like, Earth's energy. It's Jinsei. See, the
1: way so. that I think, I'm like, it would be cool if they met, like, in a church basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like an AA <laughs>
0: situation. Yes. Yeah.
1: Or, like, a Mason's Hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that sounds dramatic.
0: It is extremely do, is dramatic. Is that
1: represented? Do we see that place?
0: We do. We just, well, we see the Shaolin Temple at different times. We see... Uh, right in Sky Temple at different times. And it's... The White Lotus Society kind of meets at either one, I guess. So, yeah, we do. We do see that place, and we've seen meetings of the White Lotus Society before. It's, you know, it is very, like, much based on Shaolin teachings. So, you know, it's very meditative, um, and very... It's a very slow-paced, focused life, very much about, like, training and preparation and waiting um i literally have postmates by the way arriving at my house right now <laughs> for all, we've joked about it my dog is just like you ordered dog food mind. through postmates yeah i was like could you bring some really good treats like some really aromatic stuff so that my dog can smell it right as it arrives at the door uh, maybe we need um, to
1: come up with that like a delivery service but it's only for dogs exclusive i mean yeah.
0: are the dogs also the delivery service
1: mm yeah, then do that we train sounds dogs expensive. To, like, deliver? <laughs> we have to go probably have to go CG for that. That's gonna be expensive. Yeah. Holograms. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, well, we could
0: do real dog CG mouth, and that they've been doing that since babe, so I can't imagine that's very pricey. There's like a whole production studio for it, Airbud Studios, that's in like West Hollywood.
1: Yeah, that does talking s- animals. Stay
0: pretty, yeah, they stay pretty manageable, so I feel like
1: cool. we could figure this out. All right.
0: So anyway, so well.
1: um, the the White Lotus people—they're meditative. They're slow. They prepare. Kai's antsy to get going.
0: Yeah, he's hot-headed.
1: Yeah, he's hot-headed. Which By is funny because like his goal—does goal, he show up in season four? Is the first time he shows up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, in Mortal Kombat four. Yeah, and he appears only one other time, and it was in a game where every single character appeared, and that is true of. Two out of the three characters we're talking about today,
1: like like the finale of Avengers Endgame.
0: Yeah, 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 very much like Endgame. And ironically enough, the most recent Mortal Kombat game shared a nearly identical plot to Avengers Endgame, <laughs> and came out the same year. You know, there are
1: only seven stories or whatever. What yep. did, so? What does Kai do in his frustration?
0: Kai's angsty, he wants to search for his soul. He thought he was gonna get that real fast from the White Lotus Society. He thought he'd find immediate soul fulfillment. It didn't happen. So he's like, fuck this. Pieces out, wanders the world. Uh eventually, um, ironically enough, uh, all of Earth's souls are consumed <laughs> by uh a dark emperor from another realm. This guy, Shao Kahn. So if Kai had just waited, like another Few weeks, he would have gotten the interdimensional war that he wanted. Um, but instead, he left the White Lotus Society and um, missed his opportunity. And so, instead, his soul was consumed uh, by this guy Shao Khan, who had already conquered hundreds of other realms and was just one tournament away from conquering Earth Realm, and had uh, decided to stage a whole invasion. Doesn't matter. From Kai's perspective, he's hanging out one day. He's like. When's that interdimensional war going to happen? And then all of a sudden his soul just gets fucking hoovered out of his body into the sky.
1: Is that the end of Kai? It is not the end of Kai. (laughs) Because. because, Damn.
0: (laughs) If I was Kai, I'd I'd be like,
1: what? Come on, guys. That's what you wrote for me? Come on. I have potential.
0: what winds up happening is uh, one of the members of the White Lotus Society, a Shaolin monk named Liu Kang, uh, winds up defeating this dark emperor, Shao Kahn, and restoring all of the souls to Earth um, and protecting Earth. So basically doing what Kai was like hoping to do <laughs> with his Burn. life. So Kai's restored. It's like nothing ever happened. Um, but this experience reinvigorates him. He's like, well, shit. Okay, so the White Lotus Society wasn't kidding around there are threats from other dimensions earth does need protecting i almost lost my life uh and my soul which i'd been seeking purpose for in the first place so i'm going to meet up with this lu kang guy and i'm going to ask him to train me um because clearly he was extremely capable and he will give me the key that i need to maybe be the person next time around who protects the earth so he goes he goes to the shaolin temple in china he begins training with lu kang and uh basically like soft re-enlists with the white lotus society. Raiden is like I knew you'd come back, Kai. I get it. I appreciate you. I see what you're doing. I appreciate your motivation. Um and almost as soon as he starts training, he
1: go, are we good? Are we good? All yes. good. Are we good? Good.
0: Yeah. And Kai goes, "We're good." <laughs> so So just as he starts training with Lu Kang again, um, their training's interrupted by a wind god named Fujin, who's kind of like Raiden's assistant, I guess you could say, who falls out of the sky, collapses near the Shaolin temple, co- literally covered in demons that are, like, trying to kill him. <laughs> and Kai and Lu Kang are like, what the fuck? They fight these demons off. They're like, what's happening? And, uh, Fujin says, thank you for saving my life. Those demons were from another realm, this realm called the Nether Realm, which is basically like if hell was a dimension. Um, And he's like, listen, aeons ago, when the Elder Gods first created the realms, um, there was one Elder God who did not want to just stand by in heaven and, like, you know, create these realms. He wanted to get down to ground level and rule these realms. And so he decided to create basically like the civil war among the elder gods that would allow him to get down to earth realm and just kind of enslave everyone. And eventually he lost that civil war and was banished to the nether realm where he's been tortured for like thousands of years, but he's been waiting for his opportunity to strike again. And this is it. So Shinnok, this fallen elder God is coming with his demon army to destroy earth realm as we know it and all of the realms and uh, Fujin is kind of this harbinger who is barely able to fight off his demons and come and warn Kai and Lu Kang and the White Lotus Society.
1: Wow, there's a lot going so, on.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a big news day. It's a huge news day. They were like, NBC yeah. news ticker was like, <laughs> Fallen Elder God, Shinnok, conquers I could Edenia. just see like
1: Rachel Mad- Maddow smirking and shaking her head. Just going, like, for sure. another big news day. Wow. All
0: smug about this elder god coming back. And also the fact that there are elder gods and gods in other dimensions. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. It's and like then, a big news. And ball. then I'm actually following. Keep going.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, Kai is like, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. I have a war to fight in. I can defend Earthrealm. And so Kai joins with Liu Kang with Liu Kang's friends and uh, basically his co-workers from the last invasion that Kai did not participate in. They're probably all like, oh, Kai, you're a friend of Liu Kang? I didn't see you at the last interdimensional fight. And Kai was like, yeah, it's... Long,
1: that is just, long it's, story. A
0: lot go- I had a lot going on for you, yeah. so it's not a big deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't... I just saw your text.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he teams up with this group. They fight Shinnok and his evil Netherrealm forces called the Brotherhood of Shadow. And uh, they win. Kai wins. And ultimately, it's actually thanks to Liu Kang that they do win. <laughs> Liu Kang is the one who actually succeeds in like beating up an Elder God and defeating him in hand-to-hand combat and saving Earthrealm. Um, so at the end of the day, Kai feels happy to have participated in the in the dimensional stakes that he's wanted to to defend earth but he still kind of feels unfulfilled because it wasn't kai that like saved the world he he fought but he wasn't the guy that kind of did it right
1: he wants the glory
0: mm-hmm. Even so if it's raiden comes to kai yeah so raiden comes to kai and he says first things first i want to say kai congratulations your Shaolin training is complete. You're officially a Shaolin warrior. And Kai's like, oh, right. Yeah, I guess that's what I was up to like before this. Oh. C- cool, I guess.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it would be like if you went to film school, and then in film school you made this amazing movie, and it was so incredible, mm-hmm. and then they finally said to you, that's so great. Here's your diploma.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable for... Um, you know, probably everyone participating in this <laughs> episode the podcast, who went to film school. but also many people listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like you, you, you write and direct an incredible film school film and then you try to work your way up to being a production assistant
1: That's right. shortly
0: after, but that's life. And Kai hasn't learned that lesson yet. So Raiden says to him, Kai, what do you want to do? And Kai says, shit, I don't know. I guess like wander earth again seeking enlightenment because i don't feel like i i got there yet and raiden says i appreciate you i honor that wish continue your search for enlightenment and in fact i'm gonna loan you my lightning staff it's like raiden's special weapon it's like this badass staff he wields it lets him create and wield lightning and thunder he says i'm gonna give this to you kai Let this be a weapon that will protect you on your journey. And then I don't know why he says this, but he's like, hey, maybe it'll even help you find immortality. And I think Kai was just like, okay, I don't know that that's like what I'm looking for, but cool, man. Thanks.
1: I just came up with a slogan, immortality Mm -hmm. worth dying for.
0: Mm. Mm. Let's use that in our unannounced television show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Listeners, look out for that and, like, I don't know, when do you think our show's going to premiere? The more Peter? you
1: talk about Mortal Kombat, the more I'm understanding you breaking a story on our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it, it, that, uh, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> but and now I need to know what's happening with Kai. So he's, like, going to wander.
0: Kai decides to wander. He wanders the Earth again. For many, many years seeking enlightenment, you know, finding people, helping people, looking for purpose again. <clears throat> and also trying to figure out, like, will I find purpose when I win another one of these? Or is it something else that my soul needs? Eventually, he hears about this prophecy that is coming to pass. It's already in motion. He just finds out that it's happening. Basically, the prophecy said, that at a certain point in time, balance would be lost in the universe. There would be too many warriors in the realms who were too strong, who were crossing back and forth, who were fighting with one another, and the balance between good and evil, the Jinsei balance, the balance of the wills, whatever you want to call it, was just out of whack. And uh, God, many, many years ago, had kind of put this prophecy into effect where eventually, if the world was ever out of balance, this giant pyramid would rise in the realm of Idenia. it would draw the good and bad warriors of the world to it because the pyramid would rise with the carrot dangling of whoever gets to the top of this pyramid will have the opportunity to attain basically the power of the one being the ability to make and unmake the entire universe wow and so that would naturally draw all of these warriors that had become too strong and they would all fight each other at this pyramid and one person would gain this power and they would get to decide what happens next because clearly this would mean it was time for the world to start over
1: and they all sit down and play super smash brothers
0: yeah they're like let's play super smash (laughs) brothers (laughs) yeah another classic nintendo 64 game (laughs)
1: Dude, yes what can i say you know i'm not going to mention tetris okay
0: sure uh i will say tetris is like pretty good these days there's a new tetris called tetris effect and you could play it in vr and it's pretty sweet
1: wow can you can you yeah. manipulate pieces with your hands yeah oh that's cool
0: you can even manipulate them with your mind with your i don't know that that's true <laughs> but i bet it will be pretty soon i feel like we're getting there uh yeah. <laughs> so kai is like well clearly this is another moment you know there's gonna be this epic battle between the forces of light and the forces of darkness i'll fight in this battle and perhaps this is what my whole life has been building up to i'm going to get to the top of that pyramid and i'm going to find a way to use everything i've learned to protect the world so kai goes to that battle he reunites with raiden and raiden's like we good are we good
1: we're good are we good
0: And kai's like we're, we good
1: they do their little <laughs> secret handshake the little bro hug yeah. okay
0: he reunites with Liu Kang who's probably like dude it's so good to see you and Kai's like yeah hey man it's awesome to see you Liu Kang probably another fucking war you're gonna win and then you look over then you
1: pan over and there's the one huge muscle dude and he just nods he goes Burr. that which is mm-hmm. about as much as he ever says I'm making yeah, up new yeah but it's characters Mortal Kombat so it's right.
0: like 80 or 90 muscle dudes like <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah. You know, probably like some of the. uh, I could give you a breakdown of some of the old friends that Kai probably recognized on the battlefield. Um, U.S. Special Forces General Sonya Blade. um, (laughs) uh, Martial arts movie star Johnny Cage. um, Reptile, who is a dinosaur ninja. uh, Sub Zero, a cryomancer, a ninja who can control ice. Scorpion, an undead ninja. Assassin from hell. Yeah, a lot of fun fun friends of, and frenemies of Kai's from the past. So Kai goes there, he reunites with all these people, he fights in this epic war between light and darkness. Shinnok is there even, Shao Kahn is there. Everyone who's ever been in, in the story of Mortal Kombat and the narrative of these realms colliding is at this battle. Um, and Kai gets stabbed to death with a sword and he dies.
1: Wow. And that's wow. it. <clears throat> and that's it that's it that's it who's doing the betraying you know who's doing the betraying the people who are writing this that's what wow well
0: i guess i would say in kai's story there's a betrayal on what's both the, sides. the what's
1: the what's the moral of the kai story i think it's like stop trying to get somewhere and try to enjoy the getting you know what i'm saying enjoy the going yes this yeah. is it don't be so uh, so specifically goal oriented. He seemed to also be ego tripping to me a little bit. I think so. <clears throat> you know.
0: I mean the the narrative. I would say the lesson is, you know, don't seek purpose. Don't seek fulfillment. Those things are not an end point. You know. Right. It's something that you wake up and hope to find every day. And that's a new challenge that will find you every day. So he was called to a higher purpose with the White Lotus Society. But instead of just standing his ground once he knew the stakes and knew the responsibility that he had, he just kept going off on his own and trying to do his own thing. And so he never found what he was looking for.
1: Ironically, uh, I guess sometimes the best choice is to not do something even. But be ready. I'm not saying that properly. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, he was impatient. He mm-hmm. was young and he had skills and he wanted to do it. You know, it's these guys, there are guys who like practice martial arts who get really good and then they're, then they're like, man, I wish somebody would start something so I could kick ass. I'm not gonna yeah. do it all by myself. I'm not gonna be that guy, but I just wanna be somewhere where a nasty bar fight breaks out and I can jump in with my skills.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then it doesn't happen. a lot happen. of people
0: do that because they want to save people. And a lot of people do that because they want to kill someone with their bare hands. I keep thinking about when you're talking about it. the
1: realms, all the different realms, that one of them has got Hot Wizards, which sounds like maybe a pizza place. Hot Wizards, mm-hmm. like one of those places where you make your own pizza, you know, and the, it's really if, fast and hot. <laughs> hot Wizards.
0: If, if there's a place called Hot Wizards, I would order pizza there every day.
1: Yeah. And then all all the the all the... Uh, <laughs> all the all the pizzas can be named after wizards. Make up yeah. wizard names. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, the Gandalf. You
1: guys, where are you going? We're going to Hot Wizards. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's pizza like one of those like retro arcade uh, restaurant mm. bars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Eat these can... arcade games, build your own pizza. They probably don't taste great, but they have the kinds of toppings that are just like fun to add. They probably have like a dessert pizza bar too.
1: Yeah. There's um... Mm-hmm what are those uh what like are those the, what's that candy you would M&Ms put in your, your mouth and it would like explode in your mouth like pop rocks is that what that was called
0: there was pop rocks pop yeah. rocks yeah and many pop rocks derivatives they have a
1: special diet coke mentos pizza <laughs> 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 there's crushed mentos all over the pizza you take a bite and then, and then take, a hit, <laughs> take a hit take a hit of diet coke and watch foam come out of your nose that's that fun that is the best thing i like Hot it. wizards
0: I think that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we talked about Kai.
1: What the heck, But it's time to
0: move on. Fuck Kai. Here's the thing. Kai's story is so short because Kai literally was introduced to Mortal Kombat 4 as like maybe the next generation of Liu Kang who had been like the Luke Skywalker... the Luke Skywalker of Mortal Kombat up to that point.
1: Yeah, well, um, I like that Kai's story is basically like a feature film plus a sequel, and you're calling it short. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: yeah. I mean, he was summarily rejected as a character by uh, by the entirety of fandom, so that's what it's like. It's the, built up is, like he's going to be this is it and, of no, the actual making the
1: game not, dynamic like that, like like it's. This is, is this like a dynamic online thing that is constantly being adjusted and written and no. stuff. No,
0: no, I covered the story of Mortal Kombat four through.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll go back.
0: Eight. Yeah.
1: All right. Who's our next character now? As we head into our two-hour podcast.
0: Our next character is Meat.
1: Mmm. Smoking. Meat.
0: Meat was all right to get to make you understand who Meat is. Smoking um basically Burn. there was this sorcerer named shang sung was like a, a very major figure in the world of mortal Kombat. he's like one of the primary antagonists across the entire history of the series shang sung was a sorcerer very powerful and his job was uh you remember that guy shao khan that i mentioned it was yep. like the emperor of outworld
1: that sounds like sure so khan. shao
0: it sounds a lot like Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn's ambitions were to conquer the realms, and he got as close as anyone ever did. He conquered hundreds of realms in his lifetime and successfully merged them with his home realm of Outworld. Shang Tsung was this wizard that he had basically conscripted to be his, his like, Rasputin, right? Like, his, his like, sorcerer who he'd say, like, ah, I need some strong warriors, make me some evil experiments, like, do your thing. Now that was Shang Tsung's whole deal. He was like melding magic and science to kind of do these experiments that would enhance the warrior Shao Kahn already had and create new monsters that would be his warriors. He had made clones um, synthesizing the DNA of various races across dimensions. He smushed a bunch of spirits into like one ninja body once. He was doing all sorts of weird fucked up shit. And meat was one of those experiments. Uh, Meat was an experiment who, midway through being created by Shang Tsung, managed to escape Shang Tsung's lab, which is called the Flesh Pits, <laughs> and run off. And um, Meat at that point was a living pile of blood, bones, and organs, no skin. So basically, that's all Meat was—you was just nice. a sentient, skinless creature Beautiful. slopping around. Uh-huh. Meat Escapes from Shang Tsung's lab um, And achieves his freedom in Outworld But doesn't know what Shang Tsung was creating him for in the first place Doesn't know what his purpose was meant to be uh, Immediately horrifies everyone he comes across Because he has no skin Um, And so he generally just keeps to the shadows Because he's like, I don't know what to do I don't know what my purpose is and he just hangs out in, like, the sewers of Outworld, just kind of living.
1: Wow. So hes you feel that like he's being discriminated against because he's blood and, and raw meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know what to do, and, he's, and people find him gross, despite the fact that there are all sorts of monsters in the world of Mortal Kombat. Except so
1: that one day he found it. out that they had named a pizza after him at Hot Wizard's. The meat pizza. What's on that
0: pizza, Peter? It's
1: just raw meat and blood. (laughs) It's for the hardcore.
0: Yeah, Yeah. a little bit of bone broth. It's for your dog. We're tying it all
1: together. This is what your Postmates dog service brings to your house, is the meat pizza from Hot Wizards.
0: Yeah, I log on to Pupmates, and I order the Hot Wizards meat pizza. We're
1: going to basically develop our own video game by the time we're done. Okay.
0: And our video game is a delivery serv- simulator?
1: <laughs> we haven't gotten or you there work
0: yet. for? Okay, all right. We'll figure it out. So uh, Meat is kind of just, he kind of develops like gallows humor where he'll like every once in a while pop out of the sewers, pop out of the shadows and, you know, steal some money from like a rich, well-to-do outworld guy. And then he'll pop out of the sewers and be like, hey kid. And someone will be like, huh? And he'll be like, here's a million dollars in gold. I just took off some rich guy and then just disappear. Sweet. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so eventually there's just this kind of rumor going around about this uh, jolly, fleshless fellow that just lives in Outworld.
1: Let's just keep cutting back to the kid trying to move his million dollars of gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dragging just this massive sack of gold. It's like- I will say, like, that's me extrapolating the one instance that meat- appears in any like real story point and there's there's like a story mode in mortal Kombat. i want to say seven six or seven where you can like run around in all the different realms and it's really cool it's like almost like an rpg um and at one point you literally just come across meat and he's like hey here's 500 gold (laughs) he doesn't say anything else wow (laughs) and so that's me extrapolating that's like what he was up to but eventually meat finds out that there's this prophecy that's coming true. (laughs) There's gonna be this war between the forces of light and dark at the base of this pyramid. And whoever gets to the top of the pyramid will have the opportunity to get some godlike power.
1: I know that fight, that's where Kai got stabbed.
0: That's where Kai died, yeah. Yeah. So so Meat is like, this is great. This is an opportunity for me to get to the top of that pyramid and become whatever I want. I don't have to be a big pile of slop anymore. That's an unfinished idea that an evil sorcerer had. I can get to the top of that pyramid and I can become anything. I can decide my own purpose. I can decide my own reason to be. He's driven. And so me, he's driven and he gets to the top of that pyramid. Just kidding. He gets to that <sighs> war and he dies.
1: He dies too.
0: Oh, he dies too.
1: Yeah. He, uh, somebody throws him in a blender. What happened? Probably. Oh man. Unclear.
0: So many people died this war that it's when, hard when to say. Some,
1: that's, that's Meat's whole arc.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I don't know why it. it is that you chose me to focus on the unfulfilled characters. On the failures. Well,
0: how about we talk about a character who is fulfilled?
1: Is that your third character?
0: It is. All
1: right. So the main thing we got uh, out of that was uh, Meat Pizza, quote-unquote Meat Pizza at Hot Wizards. Yeah, for dogs. All right, I would
0: say it was entirely worth the time. All right, here's my uh, here's, here's my, my uh, retro
1: game reference. um Okay, I think it was called Paperboy. Was that the name of the game? oh uh, Yes, where you great ride game. your bicycle and you deliver newspapers. Yeah, it's like that. But what we do is we just like
0: we just put a <laughs> throw raw meat. We put dogs up head,
1: in dough. Really crappy paste a dog's head on the newsboy, mm-hmm. or paper boy, and then yeah, and then fling. And then when he throws it at the house, it lands on the front step, and then all this blood stuff just splatters up on the door. And then Fold. a human opens the door, says, oh my god, what's happening? And then the dog shows up and like gives thumbs up to the delivery guy. I love it. I love it. Fade out. Okay. Fade out. <laughs> it's a short game. <laughs> End it's a, episode. It's going to be like a $2 game on Steam is what it's going to be.
0: I'm in. All right. Let's do this. I just got a new laptop. I'm ready to boot up. Good. Start, Dog start, meat start, delivery
1: simulator. Start coding. Okay.
0: <laughs> I just got to learn how to code, and then I'm ready to go. Um, I will wanna... say, Peter, you got to understand here, I'm obligated to cover every character introduced in Mortal Kombat. I'm not taking so it personally. Meat, meat had to fit in somewhere, and this seemed like the perfect place. Kai probably could have had his own episode. The third character we're going to talk about, I could have given him his own episode, but it's easier to, to wrap them up together in this fun triptych. Yeah. In which I kind of introduce you to everything piece by piece.
1: That's amazing. I'm I'm getting all this ancillary information uh, at the same Mm -hmm. time. Meat sort of reminds me of there was actually a character mutant man on uh, TMNT, who's a guy who who was a fanboy and who really wanted to, you know, he was so into the turtles that he wanted to be mutated. And he basically turned into a bunch of melted goo with some eyeballs, and inside, <laughs> and then he ended up inside a giant glass jar, um, so he could wow. get around. Yeah, Mutant elements
0: man. of Krang, elements of Toxic Avenger, I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only <laughs> seven stories. <laughs> the seven
0: stories, you know, there's the Toxic Avenger, Krang. Um, um
1: getting stabbed in your glory, moment Avengers, of glory and being a pile yeah. of melted meat
0: Mm-hmm. and meat pile and meat delivery it's uh that's
1: i think it was um i don't know was it um, and the monomyth aristotle uh, who did who uh, socrates who uh, identified it those was, story points
0: no it was the save the cat guy <laughs> <laughs> jeff cat oh. um all right so the final character we're going to talk about today is a guy named Tremor. Sounds nervous. he, He does. So Tremor rolls with this group called the Black Dragon. The Black Dragon are a crime syndicate from Earth. So they're basically just a gang, as we know gangs to be. The thing that makes the Black Dragon special is that they are an interdimensional crime syndicate. Before the rest of Earth really finds out that there are other dimensions, that we are under any kind of a threat, this guy named Kano forms the Black Dragon with the sole purpose of going to various realms and finding a way to profiteer off of the fact that they exist. So the reason Kano knows about the various realms is that he created the Black Dragon as an offshoot of another syndicate called the Red Dragon the red dragon is like the illuminati they are this shadowy ambitious mysterious syndicate that is based in earth realm that is aware of the various realms and wants to live in the shadows and use that information to orchestrate events and create power you know kind of like bill gates and his uh vaccines Uh (laughs) uh-huh Look, I just want to be clear because there's a lot of misinformation out there that Bill Gates is not, he's not, it's all a bunch of bullshit. He's not really putting chips in the vaccines. It's not real. It's a fantasy, like the Red Dragon. Anyway, yeah. Kano is a uh, member of the Red that, Dragon. Sorry, just on
1: that topic of Bill Gates putting yeah. chips into people, I read mm-hmm. somewhere it says, don't worry about that. Steve Jobs already invented that device and you're holding it in your hand right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You've been tracked for the last 10 years.
0: Yeah. all right yes okay
1: anyway anywho
0: the red dragon exists kano joins the red dragon kano's like oh there are other realms and then is like in that case leaves the red dragon creates the black dragon and is like i want to go to other realms and do stuff like steal artifacts from the dragon dimension and then sell it to just like a dude in milwaukee for millions of dollars right I'm going to take an assassination gig from a warlord in the vampire realm. I'm going to sell a rocket launcher to a sorcerer, you know, that kind of shit. So Tremor is a member of the Black Dragon, and because they are naturally drawn to things that are outside of the normal world of crime, Tremor is um, recruited because he has the ability of geno- sorry, the ability of geokinesis. A word I was introduced to while doing my research on Tremor. Little, you want to guess what geokinesis
1: means? A little Pangea action. Is that what that is? It's drift, yeah, a little Continental bit. drift.
0: Yeah, he can control Earth with his mind. So yeah. he can basically, <laughs> you know, rip the Earth out, throw it, create earthquakes. Um,
1: Originally, yeah. they were going to call him San Andreas, but they go, that's mm-hmm. too j- specific. let's it's just not go a name with, if Let's you go translate with tremor. it Tremor. Let's go with Tremor.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's go with Trevor. Plus, generic. my
1: dog's name is Trevor, so it's very close. <laughs> That's how these things happen in entertainment, you know. Yeah. People name trevor characters the after their friends.
0: This is the first dog who will be ordering from our delivery service uh, where he can order <laughs> the hot wizards, raw meat and blood pizza, <laughs> named after meat. So, trevor has got geokinesis. He can move Earth with his mind. And he gets recruited to the Black Dragon, um, and he loves it. He loves being a part of the Black Dragon. I will say the implication, because all the other Black Dragon members are from Earth, the implication is that Tremor is also from Earth, but what's likely, based on the fact that we know one other person in Earth who can control elements, and that's Sub-Zero, we find out later on that his ancestors were actually refugees from another realm of cryomancers who, thousands of years ago, moved to Earth, and their descendants were like just people who, who lived on Earth that had ice powers. So one would assume that the same is true for Tremor. Probably somewhere thousands of years ago, his ancestors were from another realm and moved to Earth realm as refugees. Um, and so Tremor probably had a hard time growing up. He didn't meet other people who could control Earth. He didn't, uh, he was probably an outcast. I'm sure there was a dark moment in his past where he created an earthquake and people were like, you're a freak. Yeah. And so he kind of finds brotherhood and acceptance with the black dragon. Because all Kano cares about is that he makes it easier to do like robberies and to do crime. So Tremor finally finds his people He's loving it uh, until the day that the Black Dragon is rounded up and arrested by the U.S. Special Forces, this department of the U.S. military that looks for, you know, they're basically the X-Files. They look for anything that's, like, outside of the norm and inexplicable, and so they find the Black Dragon, they track them, they arrest them. Tremor's in jail. He's all bummed out until... Kano, his boss, breaks him out, just like I'm going to expect you to do if I ever get arrested.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You don't even need to say that. That's just a given.
0: I appreciate it. Uh, I'm happy to return the favor. Uh, So so Kano breaks Tremor out of jail, and he says, Hey, Black Dragons, round up. I got a plan. I'm going to send all of you to our various uh, little businesses that we've been running. You'll each have one that you control and we're going to use this to eventually accumulate power and take out U S special forces so that they can't, uh, ever arrest us or stop us again. And then eventually we will leave this realm and move on to another one. And so he it's a gives whole complicated Tremor thing.
1: A job at the hot wizards on Hollywood Boulevard.
0: <laughs> he says, you're going to guard the hot wizards on Hollywood Boulevard, but it's a front. You'll actually be guarding an interdimensional portal. That will be our escape route. Once we've finished uh, accumulating our weapons, our money, and power, and are ready to move on, so that's so Tremor's guy, guarding this portal. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Go on. Go ahead. No, 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 please. That the Where guy, the black, the head of the black dragon. That's the guy who goes around stealing stuff and selling it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tremor's just like one of his employees. Because I so just Kano keep thinking, is, thinking uh, about
1: I keep thinking about something you said, which is apparently there's a um, uh, a sorcerer who needs a rocket launcher yeah yeah okay not much not it's not saying very much about his sorcery that's all i'm saying
0: listen i can can conjure
1: this and that and that and i man. i wish i had a rocket launcher well
0: he specifically sells the rocket launchers to shang sung that sorcerer that i mentioned earlier who likes to make like monsters and mutants and stuff
1: right but he can't so blow stuff So I think he just wanted up.
0: to arm his monster mutant army with rocket launchers. All right. Okay. I mean that makes sure.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. That's what I'd do.
0: Anyway, so Tremor is confronted one day while guarding this portal by a special forces agent, a Major Jackson Briggs. And what Jackson Briggs reveals is, Kano betrayed Tremor. He betrayed the whole Black Dragon. The only reason he sent each of them to these different points was to distract special forces while Kano made his own escape uh, from Earthrealm. Dang. And so Tremor is horribly sad, but he tries to fight Jax because he's like, I'm not going back to jail. And unfortunately he fails and Jax kills Tremor in cold blood.
1: Wow. He, wow. This is sad. It's getting heavy. This,
0: but. But. <laughs> there's a But. Flash forward to the battle at the pyramid that I've brought up twice now.
1: I love this pyramid battle.
0: I kept saying someone was going to make it to the top of the pyramid and attain godlike power, right? No. Here's what happens. Shao Kahn makes it to the top of that pyramid. Fuck, Shao Kahn, the guy that ate all those earth souls and conquered all those realms. Yeah. But also, Raiden, the god in charge of protecting earth realm, makes it to the top of the pyramid. They fight. Shao Kahn's winning the fight. Shao Kahn attains godlike power. Shao Kahn is about to attain the power of the one being. And he's going to kill Raiden in a show of power, gloating. He lifts his warhammer into the air. He's going to smash Raiden's skull like a Gallagher watermelon. And in that moment, Raiden sends a message back in time to his younger self. The message is... (laughs) He must win. The message is so vague that young Raiden is like, what? Who must win? What are you talking about? What am I supposed to do with this information? And it creates a branching timeline in which events go very differently for everybody in the Mortal Kombat universe, including Tremor. And? So, in this new timeline, Tremor's life is almost exactly the same... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) <laughs> <sighs> except he is not killed my banger jackson briggs no 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 instead he survives and so he is never betrayed by kano and he continues to fight alongside the black dragon and he continues to explore his abilities in this timeline the black dragon lives on for a long time Eventually, they instigate themselves into this like weird civil war in Outworld. And in Outworld, uh, things just kind of don't go so great. Kano kind of screws over the rest of the Black Dragon, the Civil War. They wind up picking the wrong side. The Black Dragon kind of disbands. And Tremor decides on his own volition to, to leave the Black Dragon and explore his own abilities and look for purpose, kind of like Kai.
1: Kind of like Kai. Look where that That got
0: him. mm -hmm. That search for purpose eventually leads Tremor to discovering another realm called the dream realm, in which you can make dreams reality. And so Tremor, his greatest dream is to find out why he is so powerful, why he can control Earth. And he does find out. That he is in fact an earth elemental one of several beings throughout history very rare who are able to control a specific element and so Tremor becomes more powerful than ever before um, just in time for this entire timeline to get erased by the titan of time Um, and so the future is uncertain for Tremor but he got what he wanted
1: wow Wow, life's a bitch and then you evaporate.
0: And then the timeline stops existing. I will say, fun fact, the dream realm that Tremor goes to, the only other time it's ever mentioned, is when uh, Freddy Krueger was added to the Mortal Kombat games as downloadable content. And the way that they included him in canon, because they had to include everyone ever introduced in canon, was to say that his ability to traverse through dreams is because he gained access to the dream realm.
1: So in that second, dimension. that parallel timeline, <clears throat> is the pyramid involved in that at all?
0: It is. Tremor just doesn't go to that battle.
1: See, I thought um, I would. I I thought you were setting me up for that. Radon and Kai, Kai Kun, Kai Cancun. Shao Kahn. Yeah, Cancun. Cancun. Um, that they were fighting. Radon's losing, but then somehow Tremor was able to start shaking the ground, see? Right. And then what happens is that Radon sent a message to his younger self to hide a weapon up there on the top of the Mm -hmm. pyramid. Uh, So when the rocks came loose, the weapon was exposed, and then he was able to win that particular battle. That's not what happened. Nope. But maybe that happened. Tremor just didn't
0: show up, and then that that whole situation resolved itself anyway, and he had a whole new timeline to figure shit out. It
1: could happen in our game, Pizza Bloody Pizza.
0: It's going to happen in Pizza Bloody Pizza, Pizza colon Dog Simulator 2020. Uh, delivery, Gaden. Um. That's it. That's it for Tremor. That's it for all three of our characters. Do you have any final thoughts, Peter, on, on Mortal Kombat and, and Kai and Meat and Tremor?
1: Well, I think they need to be more detailed-oriented and expand the world a little bit. Because, obviously, oh. it's very limited- The world of Mortal Kombat. And, um, you know, the thing I always wonder about is like when these guys, when bad guys design, like when they come up with these, uh, um, you know, organizations like Black Dragon or whatever it is. And and particularly like in movies that have uh, villains who have these super cool houses and stuff like that, is that there need to be people who are designing this stuff. Right, so let's say you're an evil villain and you want to have an underground layer. I mean, you got to build it, and you need blueprints mm-hmm. for that. So there's there's some dude who is like doing logo design for for Black Dragon because everybody's got the on their shoulder, and then and then somebody needs to contractors be doing this, you know, this contractors and the guy who's like, mm-hmm. so what are you thinking? Do you want something like Euroserenin modern? Do you want rock walls? Do you want something sort of steampunk? You know, and um have to design that i've always wanted to do something about that guy the guy who is the the architect literally of secret layers
0: i would definitely like to see that maybe that could be the follow-up video game to dog delivery guy den for some reason uh, i
1: think nick cage should play that guy
0: yeah i think he could pull it off
1: i can't do nick cage but
0: I'm um, um, Nicholas Cage. No,
1: that's terrible. What was that? That no, was really good. That's the worst Nick Cage. So, what kind of logo <laughs> do you
0: want for your for your company?
1: Um, I think what we should do is do submissions of bad Nick Cage impressions. Um, anyway, that um the uh, the world of Mortal Kombat sounds incredibly in depth and and amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, I understand that's why you are into Mortal Kombat and ignoring the rest of your family. Mostly, yeah. Most of the time
0: As much as I can
1: And uh, I'm glad you picked those three characters Because it's a reminder to enjoy life While you're living it And not mm-hmm. be fixated on some ultimate goal That makes you unhappy all the time Because you're not living that that uh, goal Yeah. Yeah
0: Whether you have skin or no skin Whether you have geokinesis or no geokinesis We're all just trying to find purpose in this life but the way to do it is not to seek some end point. It's simply to live life to the fullest and, and make every moment you have count. Life is precious. Life is we precious. We only have so many timelines.
1: What, what could you do? I mean, if you had geokinesis, what would you, I mean, what, what would you do if it wasn't a struggle where it's like, I need to stop this army so I'm gonna shake the ground and create a chasm for them to fall in? No. What if it's just like on an off day, what would you do with your geokinesis? I guess I'd go into
0: construction and it would be the easiest money I could ever make.
1: That's true. You could just build... Yeah. You could just build, uh, you know, rustic buildings.
0: Yeah, build and destroy. That's it. Nothing else. Great. Well, Peter, that leads us to our last segment, a segment I like to call Choose Your Destiny, Mm. in which I ask you, now that you know basically everything there is to know about the Mortal Kombat universe, who would you be in the world of mortal Kombat, what would you be what kind of character who would you align yourself with what realm would you be from who's peter hastings in the world of mortal Kombat?
1: um let's see um i would be a a dog and um let's just call me Sirius, okay okay which is like the dog star okay yeah. and um and I'm posing as a dog delivery person. Okay, that's like my day, sort of my day gig, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm mm-hmm. doing really is I'm creating a canine army piece by piece by delivering pizzas that have an ingredient from, from wizards, from hot wizards, Okay were able to do this so so there's little bits of meat so it's a collaboration with meat and where his power is infused in these pizza toppings that are delivered specifically to dogs and able to build up a dog army wow. um and 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 these pizzas are delivering specific powers to these um to these dogs and so it creates a particular realm where the dogs are running stuff and the humans are serving the dogs uh, in that, in that uh, scenario. That's basically what's happening. And then I get a little too greedy, get a little too power hungry. I have to pee. I'm a dog. And so I go to the pyramid to pee against the corner of the pyramid. Also to check my messages, sniff around. Other dogs maybe have been there. And I get caught up in the whole race to the top of the pyramid. Um, Which is going to be super, super uh, intense, and then right before he's killed, Kai kills me. That's what happens. Shit. So I'm just one more
0: dog killer.
1: It's accidental, (laughs) but it's uh, he. You know what it is. This is how he kills me.
0: He gives you a grape.
1: Chocolate. He feeds me chocolate. chocolate. A lot of Mm. chocolate.
0: He didn't know.
1: He didn't know that the pyramid... So
0: focused on martial arts, you didn't learn pet safety. Well,
1: in this realm, the pyramid is made of chocolate, and I didn't know that. Oh, okay. As serious, I didn't know that. Kai gets there. Mm-hmm. He's He takes a swing with, with his blade. Huge piece of chocolate comes out. I can't help but eat it, and I die, thereby becoming one of these same characters like Kai and Tremor and, and Meat. A tragic, betrayed wow. character you got invested in and then they freaking died
0: just to plus it a little bit i also love the idea that um possibly you're from the dog realm that there's a realm and that the dogs have just kind of immigrated to earth realm
1: yeah yeah
0: just a little ad i like it yeah peter has a fantastic answer one of the all-time best i would say choose your destinies so thank you i appreciate it um and that's it, thank you so much for coming on Mortal podcast I know you you've been campaigning pretty much as soon as you heard I had a podcast since I
1: referenced mario sixty four and you yes. knew that I was up on video games
0: I knew you were a gamer, yeah,
1: yeah um,
0: um well if peter wa- if people want more Peter hastings in their lives where where can they find it?
1: you know i'm on the I'm on the socials. And mm-hmm. un, under my name, and uh, lots and lots of you know shows that I've made that are entertaining children of all ages are also say, Great on, photographer, all streaming. Follow Peter I have on a Instagram photography, uh, and I have a photography website which is Peter Hastings dot which is an actual domain. That's like you know art, art photography, and the yeah. Instagram stuff like that. And then I save my jolly, crazy, silly self for uh, my uh, writing, producing, directing s- chores in animation.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, of course, look out for Peter and I's collaboration coming to you uh, in 20-something.
1: <laughs> what we're working on? Let's say it's 2020. Probably yeah. 22.
0: Yeah, that seems right. You Late 21. 2022. Yeah. Christmas 21, early 22, something like that.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, We'll probably be alive. We'll be alive. (laughs) Thanks for having me on, Ben.
0: It was a pleasure. And thank you all for listening and as always, finish them.